This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. So on today's episode, before I even get into my pit and my peak of the week, I am here with my best friend who also helps run and make HC what it is. Sarah came to Pittsburgh this weekend and she's here, so she's a part of this episode. And so she's going to do her pit and her peak with me. Love it. So happy to be here. Good. I'm so glad to have you. Do you want to... We're also... So first of all, it's Saturday at like 4.30 p.m. We're having some wine. We're having some snacks. How could you not? How could you not? We've had the best weekend. She came into town on Thursday night at like 8.30 p.m. I went and got her from the airport. Yesterday, we had an HC photo shoot. We went out. We got margaritas. We got what some espresso martinis. <laughs> Sarah got muscles at the bar. I mean, <laughs> I've told everyone about, I've 
waited a month and a half for them to call me and make this appointment. I couldn't start my job. I was supposed to start it this week. Couldn't start it. So I had an appointment booked. I went to my appointment. All they did was look at my passport and they said, yeah, you're good. Thank you so much. You can leave. And I was in and out in five minutes. So for our fellow Americans, doesn't that make you feel so secure (laughs) (laughs) and who they're letting these hoodlums into our country? I mean, who would let this woman? Who would let this woman in the hospital with the most vulnerable people? But so anyways, it was just a bit of a pit because I went in there. I had all my documents. I had questions prepared in my own head with my answers. I was like doing a whole thing ready to be interviewed. I waited a whole month and a half. It gave me so much stress. I would call Sarah. I would literally cry my eyes out about it. I was not in a good mood. And then I go in and they look at my passport and they said, okay, thank you so much. You will be receiving it in the mail. Have a good one. They're like, see ya. The guy was like, oh, that was quick. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, sure like the was. security guy was like, oh, can't you just go in? I'm like, yeah, no, I literally just left. <laughs> he probably, like, by the look on your face, he's probably like, oh, you definitely got to <laughs> He's probably like, what the frick? And I'm like, no, no, they just didn't interrogate me the way I wanted them to. <laughs> I was, like, so stressed. But I told everyone about it. Imagine I told everyone at school. I was like, I have my interview today. Like, what do you think they're going to ask? Imagine if they actually did grill you, though. Like, what kind of questions? Like, I don't know. I'd start crying, to be honest. I can't imagine. I'm acting like I want them to grow me. I get so much anxiety. It just reminds me, have you seen the proposal? The yeah. Yeah, yeah. It reminds yeah. me of when they go in. When they go for the, the, for the green card. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. what I was picturing for you. I was That's what I was thinking. I was thinking too. So I was like, this is my job. This is the day. Yes. This is the hours. I had everything ready. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want any of it. So that was my pit. So it's not even that bad of a pit. And then for my peak, obviously it's having Sarah here. It's the best thing ever. We are... Identical twins. Yeah, that's weird. We're the same person. Strange. And it's the best thing. We had a photo shoot yesterday for HC, like we said, and it was so fun. It was so much fun. The studio so was a vibe. The, the whole set is just like the nicest thing oh, ever. I'm currently wearing it right one. now. I love it. Sarah wore the t-shirt all day today for oh. brunch. So it's just our favorite thing. It was so much fun to have her here. She hasn't been to any of the photo shoots, but like... Having her actually be a part of it when she literally is the other half of HC is so exciting. Having her come stay in my apartment, she walked in and she was like, oh, now I see where all your TikToks are filmed. Now I see where all the mirror pics it's are. Weird. Like, picture like an influencer that you've been following for a long time and just like watching their Instagram stories and TikToks and just like knowing every piece of decor and furniture in the apartment <laughs> yeah. and then actually going and being like oh my god I just walked into like a real life Instagram story it's the weirdest like phenomenon but it's fun love it it's fun it is yeah and then last night like I said we went out we got some margaritas my very first espresso martini oh my god what do you think I loved it like how much like as much as I love it I here's here's my issue okay Oh, no. <laughs> it's too sweet. It's too sweet for no, you. No, not that it's too sweet. I'm just definitely, like, a savory kind of girl. You are savory so, girl. Like, That's where we differ. I just, like, have to be, in a, I have to really crave it. Like, Hence the muscles. Really yeah. And such, you got an espresso martini with a side of muscles. <laughs> and, like a, and, like, a piece of bread. Oh, she was, like, dipping it. I was so unique. I know you don't have to tell me. Oh, my God. No, it was so much fun. We had so much fun. We came home. We FaceTimed Dino. It was a whole thing. Oh. My best friend. Shout out to you, Dino. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> He's literally, when I called him today, he was like, oh, when you guys record the pod, are you going to talk about me? 
mean, like, are you gonna, are you gonna like say how much you love me? And I was like, um, probably not. Do you gave me the most shit for ordering muscles, so we're we're in a bit of a riff right now. But I have full confidence that we were. We'll, we'll I think you guys cover. can work your way back. <laughs> but yeah, so those are our pits. Those are our peaks. We're having the best time. I don't want you to leave. I don't want to leave. You can be my roommate forever. Tell Ryan. <laughs> you guys can come move here. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Um, so on today's episode, we thought we would just have a girl talk type of episode where <laughs> drinking wine. I'm probably going to get a little tipsy. Sarah's the biggest, like, heavyweight ever, and she does not get tipsy off anything. I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. Okay, but it's not bad, because I go to dinner with my family and have one glass of wine, and I can't drive home. It definitely has its pros and its cons. It's just, I guess it's harder in, like, social situations when you're with, like, a group of friends who get 
drunk off of a couple like, drinks and then well, you're there <laughs> being sober <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, these people are crazy. <laughs> okay, wait, so last night, like, what do you think you were at? Um, I think I got to like a solid seven. Okay. But then we had the mussels and like that big ass pretzel, and then I probably wait. Like, you were a seven before we yeah. like had our like four yeah, yeah, pretzel yeah. martinis. Yeah, no, really. And then I think it went down to like a five. Stop. <laughs> when we came home, you were at a five. Like I don't think the when we came home, I was probably at an eight point seven nine. Maybe it just didn't. It wasn't like presenting itself, but I feel like the espresso martinis didn't like fuck me up. Like I don't know. Maybe they did, and I just I don't know. Oh my god. We'll try again. See, that's where, that's where we differ. <laughs> that's where we're so different. Because I'm already getting tipsy. What's that like? I would love to be full on shit based for this right now. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I hope no one knows me that listens to this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to post it everywhere just so that people know. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about everything girl talk. We have nothing off limits. We asked on the Insta, the podcast Instagram for questions. People send us questions. And we're just going to see where this takes us. I am excited. Should I start with the first one? Let's do it. How spicy do we want to start with the first one? I mean, you might as well start with a bang. Go big or go home. How many dates should you wait to have sex? Oh, okay. So really, like literal, a literal bang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a literal bang. Oh, that's hard. I was telling Brie this last night. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a number in mind, but yeah. like thinking back to all of my past experiences, it, it, it has never been that number. Has it been before? Or it after? Is most of the time been before, but yeah. there have also been some that were like way after. Wait, what's your number? I would say like, I mean, it depends on the like situations of the dates. Like, are you spending the night anywhere? Mm-hmm. Are you able to spend the night anywhere? Mm-hmm. I would say maybe like fourth date. Yeah. I was gonna say four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you get like the general silly questions that no one really cares to ask or know the answers to out of the way. Yeah. And then you get yeah. into like the spicy stuff. <laughs> you feel yeah. a little bit more, you get a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I agree. I also think just do it whenever you wanna do it. Yeah. And no matter what, like, a lot of people say don't have sex on the first date, all this stuff. Boys aren't going to like you if you have sex on the first date. If you have sex on the first date and the boy doesn't like you, he didn't like you anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not. Like, it doesn't. It really doesn't affect it. I also feel like, yeah, there doesn't need to be a number. I would just say don't go into a date thinking that you're going to do that if you don't want to go on another date afterwards. Like, if you know this isn't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you just go into it and bother. you're like, this is all I want. Yeah. And obviously, then do it. Then at least have the time of your life. Yeah, like my current boyfriend. First night, let's go. Let's yeah, and now here you are. Granted, we were camping for a weekend, so like, I mean, if you're stuck in like a tent. How are you not? I mean, yeah. How are you not? Sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But now here you are. <laughs> and you have a house. And you're living life. A full adult. A full adult. It's weird. When, do you think like people should kiss on the first date? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to like go into a full on makeout session, mm-hmm. but maybe like a cute goodnight kiss. Dean didn't kiss me on the first day, and that's why I thought he Dean. didn't like me. <laughs> so on Dean, sorry, Dino. So on <laughs> Dean's on my first date, first of all, I tell everyone that I'm like, we met on Tinder. Little sketch. I didn't have a bio. I could have been a bot. We have no idea. Dean always says that he thinks I was a bot. And because we were in lockdown, 
we could only go for a drive. We like couldn't go to a restaurant. We couldn't do anything. So I got into this man's vehicle at night in the dark without actually knowing him. So and we went for a drive. Highly recommend. Luckily, it was just Dean Campanelli. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most like kind, caring man ever. Aww. But on our date, he was like, I have to go home pretty soon. I work really early tomorrow. Let me drive you home. And I was telling Sarah last night, and I was like, at that point, I said, oh, he hates me. <laughs> I said, he hates me. He doesn't like me. And I left the date, and he never, like, made a move. And he says it's because of COVID. And he was like, I didn't know if I should, like, hold your hand. I didn't know oh, if it was, like, on. inappropriate. I thought he hated me. I thought we were <laughs> friends. I went home and said, I will never see this man again. He knows his own breed. He's the <laughs> exception to the rule. He is just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, he hates me. <laughs> so, now here we are. Love it. Okay. One for the books, for sure. One, one for the books. Okay. Can you tell your kids that you met Dean on Instagram? Yeah. I don't know how else I would tell them. Well, a lot of the time I would say, like, oh, we have friends in common. Because mm -hmm. we do have friends in common. We just didn't know yeah. that until after. Right. But I'm like, I would, I, I would know. also, but I would feel scared. <laughs> like, I don't want to like recommend it to my child. Right. Because I know, no, I kind of, <laughs> you boys out there, I know. You <laughs> I know what to look for on those apps, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I got his car. And like, we didn't know anything about him. We didn't go to a public place. We went to like a parking lot. At night to like look, we have this bridge and it like lights up. So we like parked in this parking lot to look at the bridge. <laughs> and it was like I the weirdest thing. If I was your friend at the time, you texted me that this was happening. I would be like, okay, she's either going to like go off the grid, never seeing her again. Or this is going to be like the best night of her life. My mom was like, have so much fun. You're going to have a great time. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Next question. Kind of along the same lines. When is the best age to lose your virginity? I don't think there is a best age. I feel like, especially in this day and age, mm -hmm. most people will do it because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, pressure. Yeah, which yeah. is a big fat bummer. Yeah. Um, I would, I would say it doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, to an extent, let's hope you're of an age of consent. <laughs> But besides that, I would just say as long as your intentions are not because you feel like you have to. Yeah. And you feel ready. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's all that matters. I agree. I was a very late bloomer. I couldn't get a boy to date me for a hot minute. <laughs> so I didn't do it till I was 19. Look at her now. Look at me now. I still only have one boy. <laughs> but yeah, I was a very late bloomer. I didn't have sex till I was 19. But I waited until I had sex with my boyfriend that I ended up dating for three years. I felt very comfortable. I never felt pressure. He, when we like first started dating, I said to him, like, it might be like a while till we do it. Like, yeah. just know this. And he was like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. And then like two weeks later, I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? He was like, I'm very confused. He was prepared to wait. Wait, like six months. Like I said to him, I was like, it might be a year. Like, I don't know. Two weeks later, I was like, yeah, no, we can, we wow, can try that's it. so funny. We're quite literally the same person. We I, are the same My person. first person we did for three years, but mm -hmm. I also said this is going to take me a while because I was 
fucking terrified. For people scare it. Like, it is so scary. Make it scary. Yeah. Like, why does it need to be this big thing? Uh huh. Anyways, yeah, I don't even. I definitely waited once. Mm-hmm. It was a long time. I think I was seventeen. I probably could have waited a little longer, but yeah. she did the deed. <laughs> she got <laughs> it. <up. laughs> she was like, she "I'm having <laughs> so much anxiety. Let's just get it out of the fucking." <laughs> no, it was great. I I don't regret it. Yeah. I don't either. And when I felt like when I was in high school and all my friends were doing it and I like, obviously I, I didn't even kiss a boy till I was 17. I was, I was the latest bloomer. Boys did not like me. It was a whole thing. But when all my friends were like having sex in high school, I would like listen to their stories and I'd be so petrified to do it. Like it was the scariest thing ever. And I'm like, okay. I know, and they talked about it. They, my friends are the same. They used to talk about it like so freely and mm-hmm. openly. And I was just like, how are you not terrified? I'm yeah. just sitting there like, am I the drama? Am I- <laughs> <laughs> like, am I how are you guys doing this? Yeah. I think also a big thing is when I was in high school, I felt so, how do I say it? Like, not excluded, but kind of excluded because I couldn't partake in these convos. But at the same time, I'm very happy I didn't force myself to do it when I wasn't comfortable and I waited. Because now, like, who cares? Like, those people, they also suck. Like, I'm not friends with them anymore, so it doesn't matter. But now I feel more comfortable. I can talk about it. I'm not, like, cringing every moment. used to be so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when everyone would be able to talk about it. And and they're like, I don't know what you're even saying. Sarah, like, what's the craziest thing you've done? I'd be like... I don't know, kiss the back of my hand. Like, what yeah. Aw, <laughs> uh, poor yeah. Sarah. <laughs> poor Brie. Yeah, like, oh my god. Okay, next question. If you're on a dating app, or like talking to someone through Insta, whatever it is, how long do you message them for and then like wait to actually meet them? I feel like there's a few stipulations. If this person is, like, a good texter, like, mm-hmm. making the effort to text you every day mm-hmm. and not taking several hours to respond. The worst. Like, all the, the classic fuckboy. The worst. When they take days. When yeah. they take days and they go, I'm so sorry I wasn't on my phone. Ew. So if they do that, we're not even meeting for, like, period. <laughs> if they do that, you're <laughs> blocking their number and we will not be seeing Again, no. Them. Goodbye. You're done. Um, I would say, like, maybe a week of consecutive Oh, my God. Texting. That's a long time. I mean. See, but I'm a quick girl. Like. I need to go on the date to know if I even, like, like let's do I even entertain you anymore? Because right. what true. if I meet you in person and I'm like, However, I actually despise everything about you? Like, However, love is fine. Yeah, that's true. However, <laughs> on, if you're on a dating app, though, yeah, I, like, I was on Hinge. I made it a point to not talk to, like, one person at a time and, like, right. let's you're playing this wheel. You're playing the field. If it doesn't work out, I'll talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to a few at a time, so I didn't mind the small wait, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, like, say I start messaging someone on, like, a Monday, maybe, like, a Saturday <laughs> night would be Yeah, cute. okay, <laughs> that's fair, that's yeah. fair. I agree. I, I very much know. agree. I think if he's also, like, avoiding making plans, that's mm-hmm. also a huge red flag. Yeah, just... The hottest thing it. ever is when they're, like, Saturday night, yes. do you have plans, let's oh. go for dinner, I'll pick you up at 7. Yes, even when it's not, like, the first you know? date, like... No, even just, just like, in life, like... So it's so amazing Ugh. and it's so nice and then the worst is when they're like yeah like what are you feeling <laughs> like let me know like what do you think we I should know. do should we just hang out and i'm like yeah 
No. Me and Ryan did into those cycles where we're like, we both know we want to do something tonight. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. I'm down for anything. What do you want to do? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, I could do this or I could do this. And I was like, yeah. I can do that or I can do that. So what are we actually going to do? I'm just like, someone make a decision. Someone figure it out. Just gotta, I don't know. Be spontaneous. Exactly. Okay, well, I'm going to ask a question now. When you've been dating someone for a long time, Mm -hmm. how do you keep things fun and exciting? A lot of people, when they start dating someone and they're like in year two or year three or whatever, they feel like it gets stagnant. Yeah. And it's like the spice is gone. Right. I think it's hard. I feel like people expect there to always be spice, which is also a bad thing. Yeah, that's not real life. No, yeah. When you're in like a long-term relationship, you're Mm -hmm. gonna, I mean, the majority of your time is going to be spent having normal conversations and little moments and it's not going to be this crazy wanting to be all over each other for re-spilling your wine glass. Sorry, I'm just spilling our wine (laughs) Um, you're not going to be all over each other like at all minutes of the day especially when you've been spending time with this person for years at a time Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say maybe like like I love to say um, like me and my boyfriend started dating on September 6th so I like to make a point of doing like one full on like big date night a month and I usually try to like aim for the six oh, so that it's like a really well, that's cute. So thank you. Yeah. I mean it doesn't have to be on the six, but just making an intent. The effort. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying like, hey, life is boring and annoying, but like let's mm-hmm. get dressed up, let's be fancy, let's not wear sweatpants and no makeup and <laughs> seven days a week. Yeah. Hours a day. And I, I, agree. Just, like, I just it's little things like that I feel like that make it fun. That's actually, yeah, that's, honestly, that's great. I mean, when I was home for Christmas, Dean and I had that one night where we did, like, an Italian type of night. I made a whole TikTok video on it because it was the one night that we left home and we actually did something. And we, like, had wine and we, Dean made homemade pasta and we had, like, charcuterie board and all this stuff and we went and we got all the ingredients. We both got, like, dressed up. We lit candles. We did the whole thing. We literally went out and like bought candles yeah. to light because we like didn't have any. And that was like probably our favorite date night we've ever had. Yeah. We and talk about it all the time. Yeah, I feel like yeah. The sole fact of your person seeing you every day in casual settings, casual mm-hmm. clothing, it's fun to even literally just get dressed up mm-hmm. just to like remind one another, like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's what you look like. Oh, fuck, you're hot. I remember now. I remember why we're dating now. I agree. I think just, like, making those little, um, those little efforts. Yeah, don't put too much pressure on it either. Like, if something comes up and someone has to work or someone's busy, like, it is best life. But even still, just making, making the time. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. We're going to switch switch um years topics yeah so how do you get over a friend breakup that's rough that's rough because i've had a ton oh so many i've had so many and i go and mind the drama oh, like, <laughs> but, like i don't think i am <laughs> oh god tiktok we love her um gosh that's hard i mean like i don't even know I don't don't know. Honestly, I think a friend breakup is worse than a boy breakup, especially because, I mean, I'm not friends with, like, any of my friends in high school. Like, my friend group, I'm not friends with any of them. But I was friends with, like, one of the girls since, like, 
elementary school, junior high. Like, that's a long time to be friends with someone. And then to just not have them anymore kind of sucks. But I feel like especially when something big happens where, like, there's a blow-up or a situation that causes the breakup, it's also rough because then you're like, well, the one person that I would talk to when something shitty happens to me is my friend and the friend's not there anymore. I feel like just, uh, I mean, I feel like especially when it first happens, sticking to your guns yeah, is important. That's like, a huge thing. I was going to say Don't that. give in just because you want the company. Mm-hmm. I would just let it, you know, take time away from each other. You just have to, like, grieve through it, yeah, to be honest. Like, in the worst way possible. Yeah. Like, you just have to suck it up and, like, go through the emotions of it and be really, really sad and really hurt. And then, I mean, for me, personally, looking back, now like I don't miss any of those friendships like it was like the best thing ever for me that we like stopped being friends because it was so toxic and I was more miserable being friends with them than I am now not having them right I also feel like in in my experience when those things happened almost like right afterwards I would find friends that are now like like lifelong friends Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. one of my best friends in college we Went through a moment, yeah, are no longer friends. And then as soon as that happened, I started becoming really close with my two other friends. Now, mm-hmm. love that. And yeah, sisters. and they're your best friends. Yeah, and they will never go anywhere. So yeah. I also feel like taking like solace in the fact that, yeah, this sucks right now and I'm losing this person, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be alone or not have, you know, a person forever. I yeah. Mean, one door closes, another opens. I know it's so cliche. It's true, though. (laughs) Especially in high school, I was forced to be friends with these people because of circumstance. Mm -hmm. Like, it was either be friends with them or don't have any friends in high school. Like, what was I going to do? High school sucks. High school school was horrible. And now I'm friends with people from all over because we have the same interests, the same lifestyle, the same, like, values, all this stuff. Like, Sarah and I are best friends, and we don't live remotely in the same area. We've literally texted every day for the past... Like 400 days at this point, and we were finally just now meeting. She's the only person I talk to 24 7. Like, I have never been, I know. (laughs) And my mom. And that's it. (laughs) I've like never been worried throughout this whole past year that, like, even if we didn't text for a day, that like something would fizzle Mm -hmm. out. Like, I was just like confident. (laughs) I was too. And even if we get in arguments and stuff, I mean, we like got in arguments and like we're fine. I feel like then we were both like, all right, let's stop being. Like, we're like, we love you, we're fine, we love each other, we're good. This is pointless. And, like, now here we are. I love it so much. Ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. Baby, let me see. Um, How do you build trust in a relationship? I guess a friend relationship or, like, a normal relationship, either one. I think it's all based on actions. I mean, Mm -hmm. any person can say what you want to hear. Totally. Whether it's a love friend, is blind. I know. That is. We deep. just finished the last season of oh Love is Blind. Oh my god. <laughs> we just watched the finale. Shocking. The reunion. Shocking. Oh my god. But I mean, like, that's a perfect exa- example of just saying whatever say, you whatever need to say. I, it's just disgusting. But yeah, people proving what they actually say through their actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's the only way. You just gotta prove yourself. I agree. I think also being like open and honest on my episode with Dean, we talked about this because like Dean still occasionally talks to like his ex or his ex will pop up and like I still talk to mine occasionally and like they'll pop up. I literally messaged one of them today. Dean knows about it. Like 
all this stuff. And so just being very honest and open with it and not hiding anything. Like I would have no reason to not trust him because he tells me everything and he will like show me his phone if he needs to or be like, look at this message that I just got. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah, just being like extremely vulnerable. I mm-hmm. feel like if someone that you're, even if you're just meeting them, like if someone's telling you their life story and being so raw and like emotional and not afraid to say something's happened in their past or yeah. something's going on in their life now, like that's a true, mm-hmm. I guess, tell that they have nothing to hide, which is exactly. a great way to start for sure. So I guess that's you and I. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you'll never guess what just happened. <laughs> Yeah, so I like don't even know you. I'm like, so when I was 16, this happened. Yeah, like a month into our friendship. So this is my ex. This is what they did to me. These are all the people I, I hate said, in the world. I sent pictures. I was like, this is him. If you ever see him on our Insta or like right. on Insta, block it. Yeah. So like, I also feel like sometimes depending on the situation, it's also hard to prove your actions, especially for long distance or whatever the case may be. So. True. Making sure to be vulnerable is also really important. I think also, like, yeah, just, like, keeping communication. I mean, if Dean didn't talk to me for, like, four days at a time, um, yeah, I might not trust certain things that are happening, you know? Or, like, if I call 17 times and he doesn't answer, then, well, also, it depends on the span, because I might be nuts and, like, call 17 times. But do you or know what I'm saying? Like, like, express like, martini, and then we're trying to waste time. It was like what? It was only like eleven thirty. No, it was. Like we were home early. Listen, when you have a fun time, you have a fun time. We went. We went hard really fast. We're drinking a bottle of wine at four thirty in the afternoon. I'm having the best time. Anyways, we had yeah. We went. We went hard quick. Yeah. But that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Go bigger, go home. At a girl. Why would you? Um. Did we finish answering that one? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Birth control, question mark. That's all I, that's what we got. Birth control. Let me begin. I went on birth control when I was 15 because I had really, really bad periods. Obviously, I was not having sex. We all know I didn't even, (laughs) a boy did not look in my direction until I was at the ripe age of 17. So, (laughs) until I was a full grown adult at 17 and almost legal. Um, Anyways. So I went on birth control because I had really, really bad periods and my experience with birth control has been absolute hell. I had to constantly keep switching my pill because it wasn't strong enough. And at one point when I was like, maybe like 19 or 20, I bled for like six months straight and it was a whole situation. And at that point, it was just like, it was so bad. My mood swings were horrible. I feel so bad for my ex-boyfriend. I was like <laughs> a psychopath because my hormones were so that fucked. Sucks. So. And I feel like you like lose yourself. You're like, what the you fuck do? And I said to my mom, like, I was like going through like a crisis. I said to my mom, I was like, I know I'm lashing out. I know I'm doing right. all this stuff, but I can't control it. And I don't oh, know what's going on. Works. And so when I was, how old am I now? What am I? 24. So when I was like 23, 22, my senior year of university for undergrad, I just decided to like cold turkey, go off the pill. My OB was like, we got to get you off this. Mm -hmm. It's like so bad. So I haven't been on it since and my hormones have regulated. 
When I first came off it, my acne was horrendous. Like it was so bad. It was painful. It was cystic. And I mm-hmm. never had acne before in my life. But I think my hormones were just so like, crazy. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what to do. Because when you're on birth control, your body stops producing them. And then you go off of it. Your body's like confused, has to start reproducing, produces too much, just messed up. So I haven't been on it for like two years. I feel so much better. Obviously, knock on wood, I am not pregnant. Um, we had a little, there was one point that I texted everyone and I said, we don't know what's happening. I told my mom, I told Dean, I told you, I said to everyone, I said, I'm having a child. And I just was stressed out in my She's period. Like, it's like zero to one hundred. I just had sex last night to oh my god, it's over. <laughs> Family's coming, it's on its way. And I was just, I was just a little stressed and my period little, was um, a few days late. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways. I also feel like it's become I don't know if you see the video videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I might just be in a weird space on TikTok mm-hmm. right now, but I feel like it's become Your a TikTok's trend. wild. <laughs> it's become a trend for people to go off birth control lately. Really? And, yeah. I've been seeing so many videos of people who have like literally the same story. When I'm yeah. birth control and they were really young because of their periods, never got off of it, and then they were just experiencing severe anxiety, depression, yeah. didn't know why, like nothing in their life could cause this other than right. like, some it was kind of hormones so that they got off birth control. And there's just been like so many people sharing stories on social media about it, which I feel like is the first time I'm seeing anything like this surrounding birth control, which is really cool. I love that people are sharing their stories. Obviously, it's going to be different for every person because everyone's bodies are different. Oh, yeah. My body's nuts, as everyone can attest. My body is crazy. I'm trying not to, like, let social media persuade me just for that reason, but, I mean, I definitely am curious to see what my body would be like off of it. Mm -hmm. I also have the same story. I got on mine... Maybe even 13. Really? Yeah. You got your period at 13? Yeah, I think so. Shit, why am I such a late bloomer? <laughs> I was like almost 16 and I was like, oh, I think maybe now. It was either like 13 or 15. It was, well, how old are you in 8th grade? I think it was like 16. Yeah, you're probably like 13, 14. I'm losing track of all time. Because I was like ninth grade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're so old. But I remember like the first time getting it. Obviously getting it in general is fucking terrifying. Oh my god. I was at school and I was like, what I is going school. on? And then my mom had to show me how, oh my god, it was a whole thing. Oh, tragic, first of all. Wait, <laughs> sorry, side note. Have you ever taken a tampon and put it in a water bottle and shown Ryan like what it what it is? Because I did that to Dean and Dean said, Dean said, wait, this goes inside of you? <laughs> Like the lack of knowledge that boys have. I mean, even girls. I said, like, I, I, said I said, try to use it. And he's like, I don't know. Oh my god! Like, hilarious. and he like put it, put it in the water, oh and he gosh. goes, he like lift it. He goes, this is fucking heavy. I said, yes, it's yeah. heavy. <laughs> have you also seconds? I know. Have you seen those machines that like have these little circles that you can put on the boy's stomach to make them feel what like pregnancy? No. Feel like what cramps feel like? Oh my god! Like a dial that you can turn up the pain on. No, this is what like this level. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I want to do that to Ryan so bad. Boys have no idea (laughs) what girls go through. They're like, "Why are you being such a bitch this week?" I'm like, "This is why." And they're like, "Okay, well, control yourself." And I'm like. No. I literally say all the time, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm bleeding from my vagina. My endometrium lining is shutting. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Anyways, back to what you were saying. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I started mine also really early. Yeah. The first time I got my period, maybe this is TMI, so heavy. Like, I, the amount of blood that was coming out of my body, Un- unnatural. I felt like I was going to be taken to the hospital. Yeah. Like, not, I was shaking. I was such a little girl. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I miss her. <laughs> she, she went through it. So that's why I originally went on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never had problems with my first one. I knew it kicked in immediately. It did exactly what it needed yeah. to do. And even on the pill, I mean, I was on the same, like, brand, same kind for years. Yeah. Um, but even on it, I still, my period still lasted, like, eight days. See, and that's, like, still pretty time. heavy. Yeah. It is a long time. It's a really long <laughs> Especially time. now being, like, in <laughs> a full-term relationship and living with someone, and you're like, I can't wait till this fucking like nightmare is like, over every done. single month, eight days out of every single month. Is it still eight days? Yeah. Really? Jeez, so that's uh, even seeing all these stories on social media. I'm like, okay, because mine got so better when I got off. See, that's what I'm afraid of. I was uh, nervous it was going to be worse. Yeah, I am too. But it actually was like, it's regulated and it's so much better. <sighs> I know I would it's feel so like so much better mentally and hormonally, but and I'm not even afraid of, you know, I've never had issues, God bless, I've never had issues really with my skin. I mean, mm-hmm. I get, like... Oh, no, your skin's amazing. Oh, I said today, I was like, well, I didn't put foundation on, and you're like, yeah, I didn't either. And I said, oh, okay, I'm going to go fuck myself. <laughs> I only get usually, like, a few blemishes right before I get my period, and mm-hmm. then they kind of fizzle out over the lovely eight days that I yeah. experience. Um, so I'm not really afraid of the fact of getting acne, necessarily. Yeah. I feel like I could handle it pretty well. Maybe not. But, like, I think I can handle that side of it pretty well. I think just if my periods got back to the level that they okay, used to be, I don't even think I would last a month before going back to my doctor and being like, I need to back to please. Well, that was, like, my biggest concern. And then my doctor even said to me, he was like, when you're 15 and you're just getting your period and you're 22, 23, like, your body's gone through a lot. Sure. And so we don't know if your periods are even going to be the same. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, we have to go off of it because yeah. I'm like, it's too much. And then now it's regulated. It comes at the same time all the time. It's not painful enough that I'm, like, missing school or right. anything anymore. Like, obviously, it still hurts like a fucking bitch. Yeah. But it's, like, not enough that I, like, don't yeah. have to go do anything. It's also even pissed me off, too, because, like, my two best friends from school are also on some form of birth control, mm-hmm. and their periods only last, like, a couple of days. And yeah. And even still, it's, like, spotty. Like, it's barely a period. So yeah. I'm like, how come you get to be on, like, this form of birth control, like, living your best life? <laughs> and I'm over here bleeding for half of the month. Like, what the hell is happening? And yeah, I don't crazy. know. I, maybe it inspired me. I'm going to try. I think I'm also scared of, like, obviously, even, like, switching brands of birth control, your body takes time to adjust to yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't know what would happen All of this is so complicated. <laughs> and, like, when I was on the pill, I was, like, very 
stressed about making sure that I took it every day. Yeah. So I was like, what time? So like naturally me, I was like, what time of day can I make sure that I take this pill? So I chose 5 a.m. So I would send an alarm at 5 a.m. every single day. Even if I wasn't years. waking up, I would just roll over, I would take my pill, and I would go to... <laughs> oh, my God. Because I'm like, 9 p.m., I don't know if I'm out. I don't know what I'm doing. Then 10 p.m., I'm like, I might be sleeping. I might be at a party. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. So I was like, 5 a.m., I know I'm going to be in my bed. I know. This is definitely... Don't take my advice on this. So I know you're supposed to it. No, I don't see that. Oh, okay, I was nervous. I know you're supposed to see it, like... To be the most effective, you're supposed same to take it at the same time every day. You just wing it. I just do it before I go to sleep. Whether that's at 8 p.m. before I go to sleep, mm-hmm. or whether that's 2 in the morning when I go to sleep. Oh, just cool. because I, I'm not going to set a timer. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I do. So far, it's worked out. So, I mean, like, knock on wood, knock on I mean, I feel at this only way I'll remember. It's the only, like, force of habit I've been able to teach myself like is before I sleep. And then I justify it to myself. I'm like, well, your body, like, resets itself when it goes to sleep. So, like, it's, no matter what time that happens, maybe she's kicking into high gear and doing what she needs to do. <laughs> that's the way, yeah, that's, that's the way physiology works. This is definitely not. <laughs> that's, that's the way medicine works, guys. Oh, man. Um, but then I always thought, I was like, maybe I should get an IUD. And then I oh, said, no, no, those seem to hurt like stories. a bit. My oh, ex-boyfriend. God. His sister, like, took days off from school, from work after she got it. His mom, his mom took the days off work to tend to her. And I was like, you gotta be fucked. First of all, they were nuts. But I was like, you gotta be fucked. I know. I think that's even more scary. I would rather just force myself to kill every day. But yeah, maybe, maybe I'll talk to my, my Or abstinence. I know. <laughs> birth control. Yeah, best I, form of birth control. Right, abstinence. Don't have sex. <laughs> sex is a Forget sex. everything we've said so far. Just don't have sex ever. <laughs> don't have, never have sex. Screw it. Unless you want to have children. Love it. <laughs> Great thought. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually hate that. Anyways. Okay. Are you ready for another question? I'm so ready. What is your ideal first date? Ooh. Like if you could, if you could. Wait, can I answer you? April 25th. <laughs> <laughs> we literally talked about that. Why did I say that today? Uh, oh, because we talking about the weather. Yeah, we looked at the weather for today to see what we could wear. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be like 60 degrees. Out of, yeah. You know, where, like, it's so hot today. for a light jacket. I was like, never a light jacket. April 25th. That's my ideal Shout date. Shout out to everyone who knows. <laughs> my ideal first date, April 25th. Uh, let's see. My ideal first date. I would say something along the lines. I would love if it was like in the summer. So if okay. we're talking like I can okay. control, if I can control every factor here, yeah. <laughs> definitely in the summer. I'm a summer lover. I love you everything. You're a like, lake lover. Boats, yeah, I love it all. So I would say something. You're along a water. The lines. You're a water yes. girl. I love it. That's where we differ. Call the little mermaid. I mean, I think it would be like Wait, we've, the day. we've passed the pool at my apartment maybe oh once. Oh my god, like eight times. times. And every single time she goes, Can we go in the water? Her can we go in the water? Like, can we go in the water? And I'm like, Sarah, it's fine. <laughs> like, no, we cannot go in the water. It was like eight degrees last night. I like, want to go for a swim. Um, but yeah, I would love to like spend the day on a boat, like super mm-hmm. casual, drinking beers, having oh, snacks, yeah. some cheese, a charcuterie board. Yeah. On the water, tanning. It's just, I feel like most comfortable being myself in that situation. 
says something along those lines. Oh. Lots of country music. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry, Obviously. all you country haters, but it is what it is. We're country fanatics <laughs> over here. We love it. I do love it. So yeah, maybe like spending the day like that, and then my actual first date with my boyfriend Ryan. We went. It was during COVID, so we have this like concert center mm-hmm. where we live that all of the shows are at. Like mm-hmm. whenever there's any kind of musical performance, it's at this venue. And during COVID, obviously there were no concerts, right? So they converted like their main parking lot into like a drive-in movie theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they had a huge screen. Oh, speaking of the devil, he's facing me. Anywho, just kidding. <laughs> um, he did not answer it. <laughs> How dare you call me and then not answer? Anyways, we went to like a drive-in movie in that yeah. parking lot, and they had a bunch of food trucks around. Yeah, and it was just like super summery. It's very chill. Yeah. I don't yeah. want it to be like a dress up, go out to dinner kind of thing. I want to just have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mine, honestly, this is like really bad. Like, in my house, we have like, we call it the theater. Like, I'm putting it on quotations. Mm-hmm. But we have just like a little screen with like a few chairs and stuff. And so I would always invite boys over to like watch a movie in my basement. <laughs> which I <laughs> Sounds fishy. Deb, what were you doing <laughs> as a woman? <laughs> I actually, so once I had a boy, so, okay, wait, so like a few years ago, we, it was Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving, not American, we're at a Canadian Thanksgiving, naturally, mm-hmm. and my whole family got so wasted, my dad got wasted, oh, my mom, God. and my brother had to drive us home, and I invited this boy over, and my dad was like, yeah, invite him over, this will be so fun, like, my parents were like, woo, go in the basement, hang out, and then the first time my ex-boyfriend ever came over, my mom was like, yeah, so I, like, put on the lights in your room, and, like, made your bed and stuff so like you and him can go like sit in your room and watch oh a movie and I was like so okay much trust in you. I was like okay fine I mean little like obviously they knew like yeah. I'm a little child and I <laughs> I never kissed a boy or did anything so like obviously my mom was like sure but yeah my parents are very trusting and yeah. I love it and I feel like I'm gonna be the exact same with my kids yes. Because then I'm, like, so open with them about everything. Yeah, and, you know? I, I mean, I would love that. Especially, like, even, like, speaking long-term here. Yeah. When I do have kids, I would love for our house to be the kind of place where, like, Everyone if you're going to drink, if you're oh, going to yeah. do whatever you want to do, I would rather eat beer mm-hmm. than going out Well, to... because people are going to do it. I know. You're so going to do it, so you might as well have a safe space. Not, like, endorse it. Endorse it's the wrong word. But right. just make them feel safe and comfortable. And knowing that if something does feel wrong, they're still at home and still comfortable. Yeah. That was always my parents' biggest thing is, like, we know that, we know that, like, you're a teen, you're a kid, you're going to do all this stuff. Right. But we always want you to feel comfortable enough to tell us that you're doing it. Because if I felt like I was going to get in trouble or, like, grounded or whatever it is, like, I wouldn't tell them and I would just fly. Yeah. Instead, my parents bought me my alcohol to go to parties and, like, made sure that I had, like, the proper amount of alcohol. I I literally was, like, one cooler Brianne for, like, however long because I would walk around with one cooler because my parents said, only drink one cooler at the party. And I said, okay, I will. And so, like, all of high school, I literally would have one, like, smeared off ice and I would just sip it, like, for the entire time. My dad was over here. My dad, good old Timmy Dean. He would like, <laughs> he would definitely, not that he endorsed either. He was just very comfortable showing me what 
options I had as far as, as we alcohol. Should. He was very we comfortable. Like, yeah, I think he was the same way. He wanted me to do it in front of him just right. to realize what it yeah, what have that open communication. Like, yeah, yeah. So my dad's a beer guy, loves beer. That's why you're a beer, beer girl. Oh, I just know, I just it, love the it's beer. And I don't understand why I'm very confused. <laughs> I love different. everything. I just have to be in a certain mood for certain drinks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I learned. I learned from him. His liver has definitely been passed down to me. Nothing can phase this liver. <laughs> Knock on wood. Um, I have such a tolerance, but I love that I was able to do it in a safe space because otherwise, I mean, I probably would have been terrified. Yeah. I don't even know that I would have drank honestly that much if, like, if I was only been exposed to it at a party right. with a bunch of friends who were drunk off their asses, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, throw up. Exactly. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. So I'm glad I had that experience because your girl, your girl can handle her liquor. <laughs> oh, she can, oh, and I can. Oh, but you like you can. <laughs> Hence why I have one and a half glasses of wine, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're feeling it. See, this is more just like liquid courage for you. Oh my god, no! I'm like maybe like after another bottle, I feel like let's go. To, well, we have another bottle to finish. Um, what's, the, what's the bar? Let's go to Tequila Cowboy after. Oh my god, We do have cowboy hats. We do that light up. I stole them from the wedding. Oh, I didn't talk about Nashville. Yeah. Anyways, let's call it the I'll do that at the end. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, my ideal first date. Yeah. Um, yeah, just chill. What a table. Like, watch, watch. <laughs> just, like, watch a movie, hang out. Because I feel like if we go to dinner, I'm not actually going to get to know you. Right. And I also think I'm, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do... Like the dates where we just like, I wear a leather jacket, kind of look put together. We go and have like a mark and like, yes. it's like going out, walk. but not like sit down Italian family yeah. restaurant yeah. going out. Yeah. It's just like, like casual. Yeah. If you're in Canada, like Earl's like, or like, you know, like kind of like an urban tap. Yes. Kind of vibe. Yeah. So that would be my ideal for states. Or yeah. like at home movie. Yeah. I'm a very chill girl. I do think the movies is a good first date for someone who's like super, super nervous, like your first first date ever. That was my highly first recommend. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just, movie's great. It's kind of like an icebreaker. Like you, well, you don't have nothing. to talk to them yeah, not at all. And you just sit there and you just wait for them to catch them and they put their hand yes. on your leg. <laughs> and you get really nervous the whole time. Yes. Oh my god, it's the best. You don't even pay attention to the movie. Mm-hmm. You're like counting down the seconds until he makes a move. But, but like at this age, I would not want to go to the movies. No. They could come over to my apartment and we can watch a movie, right. or they could come to my house yeah, and watch a movie. Like, you banter about And you can still talk yeah. to them and stuff. Yeah. At an actual movie, I'm not going to talk to you during the movie. No. I'm too uncomfortable. Everyone will hate me. Yeah. I'll hate myself. <laughs> It'll be a whole thing. So probably just a chill dinner with a drink. But if you're of age, solid. get a nice mark. Solid. A nice spicy mark. Okay. Okay, next question. What habits of other couples do you find irritating? Ugh. I already know your answer. <laughs> I already know your answer. I'm all for like your own. I'm all for. <laughs> I already know. I'm here for PDA. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. I what extent? It myself. What extent? Yeah. See, like if you're about to pull each other's clothes off and you're in a bar, then yeah. like maybe that's a bit too much. <laughs> maybe chill. Yeah. Get an Uber. Head yeah. home. Like it's time to go home. Other than that, I feel like couples who feel comfortable enough to, like, fight in front of other people when they're out, 
Like, have you ever been in that situation? And it's just uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. You're like, wait until you get home. It ruins say everyone's night. It makes it so uncomfortable. I've never even thought about that. That's, so that's like very, very big. Or when they start to like pick at each other, yes. and you're like, I can it's tell like there's tension, and I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. Like, why? How do you? Number one, how do you feel comfortable? Like, I don't like talking about my relationship with other people as it is like if there's an issue just because it's not anyone's business so, but my own yeah. but like especially when you're in a fight I mean maybe just don't go out if you can't control yourself but True. feeling True. comfortable enough to like say certain things to each other in front of other people is just mind-blowing to me <laughs> like I don't want to ruin anyone's night let's talk about this later I don't like yeah no I don't really get it and I just I'm like a person that I same thing I don't share my fights mm-hmm. with everyone right. and so like with my ex-boyfriend the whole thing was I didn't every time we fought I didn't tell people yeah because it's no one's business it's and a lot not. of the time it's something really really small like I Dean and I fight obviously Dean and I fight but I'm not sharing it with everyone because right. I also don't want people to have like that a like tainted feelings. view of yeah. Dean that's my biggest fear because I'm like we're really good and it it's sucks. just normal that one I day know. I'm like mm, you're kind of pissing me off I know and like that's a normal even thing like, even if in the moment I just need to like vent to a friend mm-hmm. about a certain like nitpicking fight yeah I never want like that person like the next week or so afterwards to be like is everything like okay with you guys right. and you're like, like no we're fine it's you know, just like, a we're very just normal fighting thing. over who drank the milk like it's fine <laughs> it's not that big of a deal guys literally and so like I'm a person that when I do get in a fight with someone like I'll tell you most of the time I'll text you and I'll be like mm, Dean's being a little annoying or like whatever but I'm not going and I'm texting every single one of my friends. And I'm like, we might break up. Yeah. We don't know where we stand. Because blah, blah, blah. I do have friends that do that. And then when they do, like, quote, unquote, break up for a little bit, yeah. you're like, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, I literally will say to Dean or something. I'm like, oh, so-and-so, like, I know. Whatever. It, like, takes, it, would t- it takes a lot for me to, like, it takes a lot for me to get to a certain point mm-hmm. where I feel the need to tell someone what's happening. Same. And, but I think that's a good thing because, like, with my ex-boyfriend, like, when we did break up, mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, shit, you actually broke up, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a thing where people were like, mm-hmm. Like, the boy like okay, exactly. And yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, you guys broke up. Like, they were like, oh, shit, she literally told all of us that she broke up. Okay, they're done. And, like, that's kind of what I want because I don't want people yeah. to think that we're, like, not in a good relationship or, like, whatever it is because we are. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think it's anyone people else's business. So people fight judge, all the time. Also. Even, even like speaking, like in the past, mm-hmm. talking to other friends who are in relationships. Yeah. If I were to tell them about a fight I had in my relationship, you'd think that they'd have like more like sympathy or empathy yeah. towards what you're going through, but like they, they are don't. so quick to judge. <laughs> But like, then the next day, they'll have a fight with their boyfriend and then come to me and they'll be like, I I don't know if this is right for me, like, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I'm just like, why are you judging me and not expecting me to judge you? Mm-hmm. It's two-way street. But also, like, if you're in a fight with someone, sometimes you don't need other people's opinions. No. Like, I'll tell my mom, maybe, because my mom's kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. She always likes to play devil's advocate. Like, I also, no matter who I'm dating... Mostly, like, if I use Dean, for example, sorry, Dino. But if I use Dean, my mom is the most pro-Dean person ever. She loves him. She thinks he's the best person ever, and he is. 
And so a lot of the time I'm the one that's like being a little psycho and she'll be like, am I the drama? And my mom will be like, you need to get your shit together. Because this sweet little man is trying to like, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. If I were to text like one of my friends or someone like a random person, they might be like, he sucks. Yeah. All this stuff. And that. also, when I tell someone about our fight, I'm telling it from my narrative, not right. from his narrative. Yeah. So, it's so very skewed. It's not right. Person. It yeah. paints the other person in bad light. Like, yeah. we literally had that talk the other night about how I said, like, my two friends dated. They kind of, like, one of them cheated on them. I mm-hmm. said, you deserve better. She went and told the guy that. He then was like, oh, Bree sucks. And you're like, it's just, it's too complicated. No one needs to yeah. know all of our business. I almost, I almost even recommend if you are in a relationship or talking to someone to try and keep as much as you can or want to be private, private. Mm-hmm. Because once you tell someone something that may be kind of negative and then yeah. you yourself are able to get over it with your partner, right. that other, other person people will have not it. be over it. Yeah. And they will always think about that person that way, which sucks. So. And it's hard because also like, say it was like you or something, like I always want you to be happy. I always want you to like, like I just want the best for you. And so obviously right. I'm always going to have like a, I don't know. Like if you were to tell me, yeah. And if you were to tell me something really negative or whatever it was, then I'd be like, Oh shoot. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want you to be happy. Same thing with anyone. So like, I get it, but also I don't know your partner the way you know your partner. Kind of idea. I don't know. How did we get on to this? What, is, what was even the question? I don't know. It was like, what do I find irritating? I don't know. So I find it irritating when people have crazy PDA. Like, I don't. Oh, my God. What a tangent. But, um, yeah. So, anyways, my pet peeve. I had to, we had to take a short intermission. We took quite a few short intermissions, to be honest. Um, we FaceTime Sarah's boyfriend. Yes. He's doing well. We love him. He's doing great. <laughs> He's having the time of his life. Thriving. He's doing so well. I had to plug in my computer. We almost <laughs> died for a hot minute. Open a new bottle of wine. We opened surprise. another surprise. Right. So the first one was a nice little Riesling. The second one is a sweet Riesling because we're bitches that love sugar. Yes. Well, at least I am. You like salty. But we're we're liking sugar right now. That's mm-hmm. where we're at. We love it. And then I know that Chipotle is coming after this. So yes. Life is just about to get better. Yeah, we're going to have to walk over there and get some food. It's only 5.30 p.m. Anyways, <laughs> we have, like, a few more questions, so bear with us. Mm-hmm. Let me see. More um, tangents coming for you. I don't know how we got on. Like, yeah, what do we find annoying? Um, when people make out in front of other people. That's what I find annoying. When we got to keep your private life private. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep your private life private. All weekend, Sarah, I've been saying, we were like, rule number one of the weekend, have fun. Yes. Rule number two, don't fuck anything up for HC. <laughs> I know, we had our photo shoot yesterday. It was also, like, I feel like we were both kind of getting over the nerves of, like, just meeting each other for the first time. Yeah. Which is, like, so silly. Because we like, know, we we know each, each other. other. Yeah. It's just, like, finally being in the person flesh. was, like, this is creepy. In the flesh. But then we had our photo shoot. So then there was even more pressure. Like, we've been talking about this collection for a long time. We it's love the best this one, one the most. It's the best one ever. I was photographing it, so I was like, oh my god. Like, I have to I have to show up without I've been hyping myself up. She really has. <laughs> She's been, I'm not even going to lie. She was oh, like, every single person. She'd be like, like job, yeah. But I know what I want. Which is <laughs> honestly really nice. Because, it like. Is. 
you know the vibe, you know what you want, so you can get the photos. Yeah. It's really hard for me to like explain to people what we should be getting. It's hard, especially for those of you who don't know. She originally like hired me as mainly like a graphic designer, yes, but like <laughs> and also you, and you've integrated your way into my heart. I just do everything, so she um, really does. I also help Brie decide what we post on social media and like plan out launches and so on and so forth. Well, but she like, also helps me make everything for yeah. HC. So like all of the collections right. are. So when we're posting, like even if it's in the middle of collections when there's not really anything going on, not yeah. really any sales coming through, <laughs> unfortunately, um, there's like, what do you post at that point? So even knowing we post that, photos of me. That's what we post. And it's hard to I'm the only one that'll <laughs> I mean, you're gorgeous. So how could you not stop? But it's hard because as in small business, you also don't want to come off like. All these studio pictures are gorgeous, yes, yeah, but you like, still want like want in the our audience to be relatable, and we always say we want our sets out in the wild. So shout yeah. out to any of you who have our HC sets, please take pictures and send them to me. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. <laughs> we've had enough of seeing my face on the Insta. Yeah, just to circle back. That's why I like to. I was so excited to photograph this one because I know what we like to post on social media and what yeah. we need in those like in between moments, what we like to post for launches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's just fun to, fun to control. <laughs> no, it was literally the most fun thing ever. It was so fun. And we also had one of my like Chisholm who love her. like took me to the hospital <laughs> when, when I almost died a few weeks ago, but I got resurrected and we're fine. She is like my big sister. She's the most stunning human I've ever seen in my so entire life. Her skin is the most flawless thing ever. Oh. She has the most like kind and caring personality and so she modeled for us and it was the most fun thing because it was just the three of us and it was like three best friends and we weren't uncomfortable at all we got all the pics it was so good I took nine million videos of us taking photos (laughs) so get ready for the get ready for the yeah get ready for the insta post because I'm gonna go fucking hard so like fulfilling because I don't know if that's the first time that she's worn HC, but yeah, you can tell is. by like, yeah. even when she put it on just to model it, she was like, I can't wait to purchase something. Like, this feels so good on my skin. And I was like, see, I just wish that like, when people came to our website to look they at what we had, I wish they could feel it. Yeah. It is my, like, why is that a thing yet? 21st oh, century. Come on, technology. She texted me and she texted me. I forgot to tell you. She texted me and she was like. I've gotten so many messages about HC. Everyone Aww. loves it so much. And I'm like, <laughs> like even if you're lying, that's yeah. really sweet. <laughs> Just blow my ego up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking ego. Guys, I don't know if you guys know what CoStar is. I feel like most, like, I don't know. Know. Have, have if you're into astrology, do you know? I don't even know if it's like real astrology. Anyways, <laughs> I got a notification today and it was like, check your ego. Yeah. I was like, get your ego in check. And we were at breakfast and I was like, I showed Sarah and I was like, this is stupid. I'm like, little do they know, I'm very self conscious. I was like, yeah, it's like okay. such down to earth human being. And her co star is telling her to check her ego. I'm like, <laughs> this bitch, ignore that. And we were like, okay. And then we went into Sephora today and everyone in Sephora was gassing me up. And then we went to Star. Starbucks and the barista guy like came up to me and was like, I'm so sorry I've been staring at you. I just really love the dunks that you're wearing because Dean bought me a nice pair of shoes. And 
It was just, yeah. Anyways, my ego was boosted today. In Sephora. It was like a celebrity had walked into the store. I don't like, know oh why. God, I, I don't your know. Bag. They just wanted me to buy some brown gel or something. Like, I don't know. I was so confused. I know. We, we also, like, went out today purposely because she's wearing her new set. So we wanted to get, like, pictures Ooh. of it yeah. versus just in the studio. Yeah. So we obviously shopped at the same time. Because why wouldn't you? I went into Sephora, and the first girl, as soon as we walked in, like, the one that greets you, and it's like, yeah. do you look for anything yeah. today? She's like, oh my god, I love your bag. Like, that's so cute. It looks <laughs> so pretty today. And then we walked around the corner, we were, like, in the Charlotte Tilbury aisle, mm-hmm. and then there, another worker came over, and she was like, oh my god, you look so cute. I love your coat. Like, you look so put together. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. And I was like, you know... Yeah, no, I don't need any compliments today. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm for a lipstick. I want to get in and get out. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening today? Go start new. But yeah, so apparently they knew. It was crazy. Anyways, back to our um, <laughs> session of the day. Oh, don't you love the tangents? I love the tangents. Okay, we have two more questions. Can we make it through? We'll see. We can do it. Um, when does a relationship become exclusive? <laughs> When the boy asks you. Yeah. <laughs> Although my parents, my parents say all the time, they're like, my dad never actually asked my mom. They just like kind of knew. Mm-hmm. To be fair, different time. Yeah. Sorry, Debbie. Very different, different time. time. So whatever. But I'm like, Dean asked me with flowers. I was mm-hmm. like, will you please be my girlfriend? And I'm like, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, if you're not coming to me with a full-on charcuterie friend, <laughs> if you're not basically you're telling me that I am the only person you will love for the rest of your life, <laughs> then I'm probably not going to be your girlfriend no at me. this point. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me. When does a relationship become exclusive? Okay, yes. um, Wait, first, tell me, how long do you think you should talk to someone before it becomes exclusive? Because I have, I have a set point. I have definitely held out in the past way longer than I wanted to. Did they suck in the end? Or were they fine? Were, were they, they just nervous? No, they were, I mean, during the time they were definitely, like, scared to commit. Yeah. But I think, like, once they finally did, they were like, oh. It's really it's nothing. Like you're basically dating. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, you are so. first. So even if you're like, you have an agreement between each other to only talk to each other and not talk okay. to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point of that? If you're only going to talk to each other, then just put a freaking label on it. Who I cares? Don't I don't know why either. It's because they don't. They don't want to be like fully in it. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's like they want to test it out with like a test drive. But yeah, I understand, but at the same time, just take a leap of faith. I don't. I'm such a committed person. I saw mine. I've always been I'm a relationship person. Oh. I talked to one person. I'm like, yeah, we're dating. I know. And the first time I told I everyone, out, I'm like, oh, we're dating. We're basically getting married. The first time I got out of like my first very long term relationship, I it was like I was in college, so all my friends were dating around. And I was like, okay, like maybe this is maybe the universe is trying to say this is your time to like. I don't know, sleep around, be a little loose, like, I don't know, (laughs) maybe this is your time to just see what's out there, Mm -hmm. so I tried to, like, force myself to be this person on dating apps and all that stuff, I was like, this is so uncomfortable, like, even when I, I used Hinge, okay, so even if there was someone I was attracted to, like, connected or whatever, the terminology was, we would talk, and in the beginning of the conversation, I would immediately say, I am not here to find a hookup. 
So oh if God. you are, oh. like, I'm sorry to make yeah. this uncomfortable for you, but, like, I don't, there's I no don't need to continue this conversation. That. Like, a girl that knows what she wants, yes. like, not trying to disrespect you in any way, okay. if you're here for that, all props to you. I'm sure there are many people that are, but I am here to find my significant other, and if right. you aren't, that's cool, have a good one. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not into it. But as far as, like, a timeline... I wouldn't let it pass like a two month mark without having a conversation okay. about like, hey, mm-hmm. not to be so cliche, but not like the what are we conversation needs to happen. I mean, maybe two months is even too long. I know that's too long. <laughs> I would say a month. But then thinking back to earlier when I was looking at the movie before you even meet up in person, uh, probably a month and a half. Yeah, a but like, okay, so I was listening, well, not listening, I get the TikToks of Nick Files podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was like, you don't say, what are we? You tell them what you want. Okay. And so you're like, I want us to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, want us what's to, the worst that can happen if they don't, if well, they, if they say, say no, then you're like, dude, how in a month and a half, then you not dodged a bullet. You yeah. And so the boy that I dated before, like, <laughs> The catalyst of HC, he's been popping up a lot today. <laughs> Anyways, he, we dated for like, I'm gonna say like two and a half months, three months, whatever. Like, we talked for a really long time. We were only seeing each other. I know this for a fact. He was like too scared to see anyone else. We were only <laughs> seeing each other. And I was like head over heels obsessed with him. And he was, he like could not put a label on it. Like, he could not commit so to it. And that, that's like the biggest red flag. Like, why can't we're basically dating? No. Like, what's the difference of calling your girlfriend versus we're literally dating? And he just like could not night. do it. To be fair, he has his own situation that he needs to figure out. Yeah. But he like couldn't do that. But then I dated Dean, and within like a month, he was like, "I want to make you my girlfriend." Mm-hmm. Like, I a thousand percent. It's only Here's we're the- only talking to each other. I know. I know the like the kind of culture we live in now. Oh, I understand it, but I don't. I don't know if this is just me or the few people that I mm-hmm. know. I would very much would have preferred to be brought up in like the culture that our parents were brought up I in. I do say it's because we're old that's why, like, I'm like so like fuck the fuck boys. I'm just so not into the whole game. I'm so I'm not, not into it. So, like, if that's what you're trying to accomplish with me, I want to nip it at the bud. Like, I don't want to, yeah, there's no reason for me to be here longer than I need to. Exactly. So, I don't think there is literally any shame in being like, this is what I want. If Mm -hmm. this is something you don't want, then I'm sorry, have a good one. Exactly. (laughs) I have no shame. Like, don't waste anyone's time. Like, why would you? Like, yeah, he's cute, but if he wants to fuck around with you, then why waste your time? Exactly. I don't think, I think. Guys get scared sometimes if a woman is forward, but I mean, boys are intimidated so easy. It's actually insane. Especially being a tall girl, I'm like, boys are so intimidated. I'm like, you gotta stop. Dude, the first thing, the first thing that I said (laughs) when I met her face to face, I was like, I have never had a friend that I could look like eye to eye level. We're both, we're tall girls. We're both tall girls. You're what, like five, ten? Yeah, and I'm six foot, so I'm like, we're both tall girls. But luckily, we both have boys that are not intimidated by that. How tall is Ryan? Six, six four. Two? Six, two. Six, I'm going to say like a healthy six two. Okay. Six two. Okay. Dean's like <laughs> six foot, six one, depending on like the shoes he's wearing, <laughs> yeah. um, how much I'm slouching. Yeah. Well, 
Oh my god. <laughs> like, we know every photo. Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. And when we went to the wedding this weekend, I wore heels. Because naturally, as I should. Oh, and Dean was like, show. as you should. I'm so proud of oh, you. You're so off, hot. You know? And I'm like, this, this is my point. See, that just made me totally forget about the fact that you just judged me for getting married. <laughs> <laughs> you want me back, you know? But like... He's just so confident in who he is. Yeah, like that is the best. I mean, the ever. right person will be. That's why if you were, especially on dating apps, if you're to be like, I did, oh you're like, listen, yeah. hey, I know a lot of people are on here for this reason, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Fucking do it. Also, if you're on dating apps and they say they're six foot, they're not. They're five nine. <laughs> <laughs> like the. Oh my god! So I think cute. we could do like an entire episode about being tall. Oh my god! Stop. We have. It's a different world it's up here, guys. It's a different world. It's traumatic. It's traumatic, but it's also great because my legs are the no best feature of my body. If you're tall and you have any doubts, just remember that, like, Kendall and Gigi, they're all it gets five better. And Kendall, that one audio, that TikTok audio, I took a, um, a video of me in my bathing suit once, and I was like, my name is Kendall. The best feature about me is my height. And I'm like, it's much better. I love yes. my height. I love my height. How could you not? How could I not? Oh, child dinner. Um. Okay. Last and final question. I'm ready. How would you not get jealous in a relationship? To be fair, I'm currently a very jealous person. <laughs> to be fair, I um need to tone it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just jealous of people in general, and I it's know. like a really bad habit. I'm trying to nip it in the bud, and I can't do it. I know it's really, really hard. Even if you have like the most healthy, normal relationship, it is still so hard not to have those feelings of like self doubt. It might not even like pre- present itself in the form of jealousy necessarily. It's more yeah. so just like you're oh on a guy and you're like he's having so much with these people like is he having that much fun with me mm-hmm. it's just so many scenes of insecurity I think but. for me like I would get insecure but like not other girls because like obviously I trust them and mm-hmm. stuff but like when I this is gonna sound really weird when I was like dating a boy he probably was like the best I mean his best teacher was his looks a thousand percent um and he was 6'6", six, six, all this stuff, and we'd, like, walk into a restaurant. Like, we went to a restaurant on a date once, and we walked in, and I'm not even being dramatic. Like, everyone's head, like, turned. And I was so insecure, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, no, I understand, like, two people who are six foot and over just walked into this building. Yeah. But I'm like, I am very stressed out that a whole bunch of girls are going to, like, talk to you. And if he wasn't so socially awkward, I would be nervous. Yeah. But I was like, this is a really big, like, insecurity. And so then for me, I had to be like, okay, need to feel like I'm that bitch. I got it together. And then luckily being with Dean, Dean, like, reassures me of that all the time. He's my number one hype man. But, again, I just think, like, open communication is going to help you not be jealous. Also, I think you're going to be jealous sometimes, no matter what. Like, it's it's just just like a part of being human. I think it definitely just goes back to trust though i think is if as yeah. long as that person is shown to you that there's nothing to worry about mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry i mean obviously no matter what those feelings will arise in certain situations yeah. and that's okay but i just take solace in the fact that that person has proved to you that they're mm-hmm. <laughs> worthy like, yeah. of having you yeah and if they haven't proven it to you and 
you're still having Leave these doubts, then bye. Leave them. <laughs> Red flag. There are so many people in the world. Go on Tinder, put your location in Australia. Yes. Find Australia. Oh my yeah. Good night. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like the accent. <laughs> the accent's really. The, oh my god, the accent. Wait, you didn't just influencers that I follow. The girls, we're like so many Australians. Them. I don't know what it is, but they have a chokehold on me. I love Australians. I love Australians. Or maybe it's truly. Thank you. How kind. <laughs> but like, also, like, it's something the beer, but like, if someone's like trying to hit on me or like whatever it is, like I'm kind of like okay, fuck yeah, no, yeah, he's hot. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and my I'm boyfriend's like, hot. I'm like for you and yeah, you I'm like okay, sick. So I got a really hot boy. Yeah. People love Look him. At you, like, lost ladies. you know, yeah, I love it. It's great. I don't know if that answers the question yeah, at I all. I don't think it does. Anyways, wine has has a heavy hold over me right now. Does it really? It does heavy moderate. Moderate to heavy. <laughs> You're like, um, actually, like buzz. This morning we still be like recurring. I might just be on a high. This is really fun. Oh my god, see, and you were nervous. I know. Never mind. I I have been talking to Brie for so long about having my own podcast. I just don't know what I would she like to say. say. Like, you what you would say. listen to me though. If you're okay. sitting by yourself. It's phone. awkward. It's awkward. Talking to into a microphone, like it just takes a certain level of courage that I can only have if wine is involved. So maybe I just make a podcast based off of wine. I was gonna say that's what Kayla Brixton did. Oh, what a what a queen! What a queen! And I do love like I picked whatever uh, platform you reserve podcast names on. I yeah, I just have haven't one. recorded a single thing, so maybe we should. Maybe we should record your first one this weekend. I need to use the mic. Okay, maybe we'll just get shit faced and then, like, in an hour we'll record okay. another one. <laughs> so, um, if you see in the description of this podcast, you see Sarah's podcast episode. <laughs> if you see it, just be proud of me. Okay, it took a lot just to get Just know that we decided to actually bite the bullet and she has a whole podcast. Oh, man. If not, like, maybe in a year from now. Who knows? Oh, my God. No, that's way <laughs> But. Those are all the questions that we have. Sarah's wine glass is now empty. Um, we had a great time being together. Like this again. I don't know. It we either is or it isn't. Like, we don't know. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you guys love this episode. HC is launching our new collection at the end of March, early April. We don't really know yet. We're um. Yeah, there's some um, things we're trying to figure out. Good old shipping. You know. You know, the, the usual. I think we should name this episode, like, Get One Drunk With Us. Slash Gold. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's good. I hope, if you've been listening, I hope you have a glass of wine in your hand. <laughs> Please do. It's Monday morning at 7 a.m. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like going to work. We're like, please. Start drinking wine. I wish us. I could drink wine at my nine to five. Oh my god, I Oh my god, I feel so bad about that. HD's about to hire her full time. <laughs> I just need you guys to go buy the sets. Please. Please. Please go buy <laughs> But thank you guys so much for listening to this Best Friend Girl Talk episode. Us getting wine drunk, yes. talking about everything and anything. Of course, um, follow our social medias. I'll obviously put Sarah's down below. Thank you. 
please send us a DM. Let us know what you think of this episode. We think it was really fun to record. We're going to listen back to this and either love it or we're going to hate it. We, we don't know yet. I'm embarrassed. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe we won't even listen back and we'll just post it. I think we might have to. <laughs> I think that might be smart. I can't. I'm too nervous. Okay. But we hope that you guys love this episode and we will catch you in the next one. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.